All right, all right, all right, all right, y'all. Welcome back. It's the Queen Ilnana. Uh, it's your King BG. It's your King Mary. It's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute, man. Yes. Where y'all been hiding? Nowhere. I've been here. Where? Out here on podcast world. Neither have y'all. Yeah, exactly. It's not been because of me. No, you could have did the podcast. Oh, yeah, because you could have done the podcast last week. I could have. I had a business meeting that I had to attend. That shit was at 8, 9 o'clock. What kind of business meeting? Fun parties don't count as business meetings. Fun parties? What are y'all talking about? What kind of party was that at that time of night? No, it was actually had a customer call. Had a fun party. Not a, a what party? Not a, not you a ain't never heard of a fun party? Not a what the fuck you be. Where they sell, uh, like where uh, y'all been? Sex toys and I've been and all here. that type of stuff. Oh, oh, you talking about those? Uh, uh, ain't they called fun parties? Where no. they sell sex toys and all that type of stuff? Is it a fun party? Yeah, I never. I've heard of you. What y'all call it in Africa? <laughs> See? Oh, you had a question about in Africa? They call it they called it the pum pum party. <laughs> Y'all, we'll get your poom pooms together. That wasn't you, it was Lamar. He said, Say some word in Ghana and, and tweet. What was the word? I don't know. I can't think. He wants to be on. We're going to get him on. Who is that? Well, he wants him on. Oh, the, it's the Bitcoin guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, most oh. definitely. I want him on. Hey, I'm going to let you. I bought $50 worth of Bitcoin the other day. That shit is already at $55. That's a fractional share. I've already made $5 in a week. From now going forward, I'm buying $25 of Bitcoin every week. Yep, and that's what he promotes. So last week, I just ate sausages all week and then bought Bitcoin with my $50 of groceries. I'm so mad that we passed up. Yeah. Because I was like, how can you make a Bitcoin and it's worth money? Worth the money. You want to know that's so funny? When Dr. Mo got married, I was here that weekend uh, because I was in her wedding and I was in the hotel lobby and this white guy talking to me about Bitcoin. He was trying to get me to buy. He was explaining it. When I walked out, I was like, yo, that dude was drunk. I'm not I'm not buying. I'm not spending yeah. my money on that shit. Just in case y'all didn't know, that's my wife speaking in the background, just in case y'all can't hear her. No, you cool, but they couldn't hear you. Yeah, too bad they can't she hear that, about your, that your hair is flawless this week as well. We're going home. <laughs> We're going to Kentucky. She always gets her hair done you when we go to Kentucky. You know why I would give her a hard time? Because she always say my Crocs is my Crocs stupid. Always, huh? Uh-uh. Every time we Don't go to Kentucky. To Every this, time we go to is, Kentucky. Listen, this is my payback. This is my payback. Damn, you say you took a shower like yeah, you like a, a watch. Man. Right. What the fuck is this? <laughs> first of all, I, I told you I go a couple was, of days. I'm, I give you a couple I'm, of, I'm sorry, Mary Bush. You always say my shoe's stupid. So this is my shot. Yeah, my stuff, Shannon. Shit. Bye. The, Let me know when you're going. We're trying to do a podcast. We got five minutes. Girl. Before he comes on. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bring him on down. So he yeah, be part start of shit. Bring the light-skinned fella downstairs. Well, quit Always. biting off Brian. Be the bigger Always. people. <laughs> be the bigger people. So, so, so I'm not So I'm not the bigger person. Nah, you, you <laughs> will never all, be. Just... <laughs> nah, you ain't going to be the bigger person. <laughs> Good old breast milk. Am I one huh? There you go. How many ounces? You, Four ounces? Have you tasted it yet? Two. Mm-mm. Two ounces? Why That's not? it? That's a lot for two why, ounces. Why you had tasted yeah, it yet? Wow. I don't know. You kind of scared. Why? I don't know. I might like it. You, Knowing you, you probably I, will. And if I do like it, it's on the popping. AJ won't eat. Oh, he just meal. <laughs> so, Be damn. fighting him at, at, at uh, mealtime? Man, scoot over, nigga. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't getting nothing out of mine. Give me yours, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it is too. Y'all can't share. Yeah, we're going to share. We're both going to be on that motherfucker. You know what's so funny? Like, you laying down on one side and you got one, he can lay on you and get the other one. Oh, true. Gosh, that. That'd be a dope that ass picture. That shit would be a dope ass picture. Damn, yeah. you took the words out of my mind. <laughs> Have her laying over like a cow. That'd be a dope freaky That'd be ass picture. A, like, I think y'all would trend like y'all picture. would trend Please like don't do shit. That. And a lot for of, all the wrong reasons. We could get a lot of new followers. You would trend off that for all the wrong reasons. But she ain't showing her titties like that. Please don't, Shannon. I know she, she won't. won't. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you and AJ head kind of about the same size. Exactly. So I don't think her titties would be even shit. exposed in the picture. Shit. Her motherfuckers hang. Okay, so can we move from talking about <laughs> yeah, my wife's tits, your wife's breasts? Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yeah, because he he did insult me the other day when she was at the car, and I went to knock on the window. He said, "Damn, Brian, she might be breastfeeding. You trying to look at my wife's titties?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm not." Do you can't just be walking up on cars and shit. Oh my goodness! Somebody tell y'all to have that limo tent on the back windows. Y'all need to- that ain't even dark. You too, you too old to have tent on your windows. Anyway. I need exactly way too old. If it didn't come on the car, it definitely wouldn't have tent on. I wouldn't. She kind of like, mm. but anyway. Oh, soccer You got some shits for the day. Soccer dad ass nigga. <laughs> I'm just listening to y'all. Nana's all dressed up and shit like she's been working out. What? This is dressed up? Yeah. Okay. You got, got your a, hair. Got a Donna a, Summers um, wig on. Last dance. Now, how would you wear? Last she dance. She got a ponytail with a. Love. It's a half up, half down. Half up, half down. Is that what yes. they call it? Yes. Okay. With a headband on and a. <laughs> A leggings and uh that's that Roman Rome. Legging jacket and shirt. That's that Roman Rome. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my god. Jerome and I. The mouth still hurts from the things. Uh-huh. They do? No. A little bit. You don't wear them enough. Well, I just took them out to eat the um the peanut butter crackers you gave me. You know I gotta switch them out every two weeks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just So you them. don't you you they won't let you get used to them? What do you oh, mean? Nah, duh. You got to switch some shit. You got to switch them out every two weeks. It gets yeah. tighter and tighter because that's what's yep. bringing your teeth closer oh. together. And so then it's like... So you got to go to a smaller size every two weeks. Well, it's a new... Slightly. S- well, it post, it's supposed to adjust to the new movement of your teeth from the last one. Uh. So as your teeth move, then you put on a new pair and then they move your teeth even more. So how mine used, mine used to go, you used to have to wear the, that one for that first month. And that month, you for that first week, you wore it for a week. And then you change to a pair for two weeks. And then is, is yours like that Mine's too? every two weeks. Yeah. The mine was smile. Mine did mine through smile. It was different. Like yeah. you would get your, your first, that pair that month we wear for one week and then you changed. And you, excuse me, you wore a pair for two weeks. We have talked about some crazy shit already, yeah. Already, and it's only it's five minutes in, yes. if even that. I mean, we you seen, got some shits? We I do. Oh, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks. Do we have okay. enough time? Um... Yeah. Yeah, we do. Just it's gonna be real quick. It's gonna okay. be real quick. So first of all, um, this isn't by no means. <laughs> Why are you laughing already? Because <laughs> I think I know what you really want. Of course, you know it's the shit. I mean, this has been the sensation for the past forty-eight hours. Um, for those that don't know or haven't heard, Derek Jackson, self-proclaimed relationship guru, was outed this earlier this week for having extramarital affairs um, outside of his marriage. And if you've ever seen one of his annoying videos, yes, I said it, sure. annoying videos, he talks about everybody else but himself. So the irony of it all is that he's been having these affairs and apparently um, there's more to come. The girl who outed him is Tasha Kay. She's a blogger. Um here in, in, in Atlanta, and um, yesterday, or was it the day before, whatever day it was, he came out with his wife when he was outed in, in a very uncomfortable video, um, clutching her hand and talking about, confessing to his 
wrongdoings. And um, she's come out with a, a video herself as well about staying with him and, and you know, wearing the, the breastplate of righteousness or the army of whatever it was. I, the video was all over the place. But it's interesting that um, he's, he's profiting off of this because he, he apparently has a, a book coming out. And he's promoting this book all while dealing with this scandal. So it's kind of like. So now women are against him, huh? Because I know know for a fact, 98% of women felt where he was coming from. You know, so here's the thing about his advice. Oh. That's him. Oh, is that? Okay, that's our guest. We'll get back to the shits in a minute. We will, yes. Okay. We'll answer the phone. Hello? Hello? Hey, hold on. Hold on for a minute, Patrick. Something going on. The, the sound player. Can can you hear us now? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear all of us? You can okay, hear us all? perfect. Awesome. Hey. What's up, Pat? Yes, yes we can. Sir. Yeah, we can hear you, man. Thank you, man. You real prompt. I had just sent your wife a message because I didn't know if the sound was messing up or we were going to need an extra 10 minutes. So you are perfect. You are on oh, time. No, 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 no. This is where the money resides. Oh, hey, okay. okay. <laughs> it's going to be that I kind of be show. Late for that. <laughs> Eight o'clock. You ain't late for no money. <laughs> Look, yeah. and not a minute late. Right. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, they say, you know black they say people, black man, people I love it. They say we not prompt. We he always said don't put him in that time. category. Me he neither. is not that. I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same He's way. He's a prompt man. Yes. Oh, man. On time. So when people ask me out in the street, is Pat on time? I can say, yo, he was a minute early. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> all you got is your name out here. That's right. That's, that's what's it. up. And that, hey, and that's all you leave behind, too. Yep. man. Yep. So I'm good. I'm set. Okay. Um, y'all hear me good? We hear you oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. good. Who, no, I got Brian. Who else is on the line? King Murray. My name's Murray Ross. Uh, one of Brian's older friends. You said King or Murray? Uh, oh. Murray's my real name, but on the show is King Murray. But gotcha, gotcha, Murray, gotcha. Murray's just fine. And this is Nana, also known as Queen Ill Nana. You don't have to call her. She she not that ill, but you can call her just uh-huh. Queen Nana. I'm sorry, she is ill. She is beautiful. She's an athlete. She's your queen. queen. <laughs> oh, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I think you were that before I got on here, though. <laughs> uh, I can usually hold my own with both of them. But, you know, I, I ain't you. even said nothing. Nah, nah. You behaved. You, Mary, you've behaved this show. Hey, I smoked a little weed. Oh, Lord. Yeah. A little high, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to behave. I'm good, good, good. Got back problems, good, man. good. So, Pat, listen, man. Before we get started, man, we're just gonna do yep. a little quick bio, just so some of our people can know who you are. Now I'm gonna let Nana do it because uh, you know I'm having some. Uh, um, can't read I'm having good. some literacy issues this week. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, she's gonna do a little bio, and then we're gonna talk about you, man, because there's a lot about you. I want people to know about okay. you, man. And so okay. we're going to go from there, man. So, Nana, I'm going to let you kick it off. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, today on our show, we have a special guest, Mr. Patrick Patterson, president of Global Partners for Fathers and Families Consulting, LLC. Um, Mr. Patterson leads a team of fund development experts who specialize in grant research, grant writing, grant writing training, and technical assistance for agencies that results in increased funding, community partnerships, and impact. And as a grant writer, Patrick has written and led grant writing efforts that have successfully resulted in more than 
70 million in grant awards from federal, state, and private foundation funding sources. That's amazing. Including multi-million dollar federal grant awards um, during President George W. Bush, President Barack H. Obama, and President Donald J. Trump administrations. Not Donald J. My fist is is in the air while you're saying that. That's what's up. Okay. (laughs) Mr. Patterson earned a Bachelor of Social Work degree from Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. Go Tigers. There it is. All day. And dual master's degrees in social work and public health from the University of South Carolina. He also completed grant writing training at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina. So without further ado, Mr. Patrick J. Patterson. Mr. Patterson. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, Pat, so I want to let you know, because I didn't know, you know, I don't know if you've listened to our show before. Aaron's been on your show, which they've had the opportunity of meeting Aaron. Aaron's been on twice, and Aaron is Patrick's brother-in-law. So just to let you know, I I stay, I try to keep myself in a circle of well-rounded, good Black men who are um, extraordinary as far as what they do. And we've all come from a place, uh, you know, we came from the inner city and everything, too. And we, we've we done well for each other. So I definitely wanted to have Pat on. So, Pat, our show can go a little crazy. So I don't know what type yes, of listeners disclaimer. that you have that you might yeah. want to share because we may get a little wild and you might not want to share it. Now, we can be PG for you and then that I'm way we good. can edit it I'm and good. give it so you can give it to your folks. That, I think so we've already can, ruined it from the beginning of the, the show. We good? Talking about, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Talking about what? Talking about the breast milk. So, I mean... No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him the whole show. I would just give yeah. him the interview. Part. The interview part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Unless he want the whole show when we do the shits and stuff. That's up to you, Pat. Man, it, I'm good, bro. It's okay, definitely man. a good we're time. We're from the same. We're from the same parts. Okay. Come on, Columbia. Yeah, but sometimes you got to grow out of those parts. So we don't no, want to. We don't want to mess up your growth. No. By sending you back to the same Mary, parts. You need to sit in timeout because it's only a matter of time before you say something. I'm not saying it. I'm being good. They okay. asked me to be good. That was in in the. Um, I'm going to the rider. The rider okay. that we got was on the Mr. Rider. Patterson. Hey, listen, his manager is Miss Patterson. I say, yo, listen, I don't know what we can say or what we can't say. I don't want Pat to be in trouble later on tonight. Nah, the man. Co- that sofa is a cold, lonely place sometimes, man. Do people still go to the sofa? Like, man. Do people nah. still get put out? No. Oh, okay. I didn't think If they do, it's not a relationship. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I ain't going to no sofa. I'm going to yeah. turn my back. That's about it. Back. What? <laughs> Get them headphones. Yeah, most definitely. Nah. So, nah. hey, let's let, let's get let's get started. So, let's talk about you, Pat. Pat, tell mm-hmm. us and you know, we your bio man's impressive and you know, let's talk a little bit about you, man. How did you get started in grant writing? Cuz there's a lot of stuff I want to ask you too cuz you know about yeah. your books and also about Carolina Fathers. Um, yeah. so let's yeah. let's get started yeah. there. Let's talk about let's talk about your books, man. I mean, not your well, books, let me first, grant writing. Let me first just say uh thank y'all for being bold and doing this because this ain't for the faint of heart. Oh. Um, this is real. You know, when you actually are being obedient and deciding to do something like this, um, y'all probably getting paid, but it's not paying all your bills. Oh, so we, don't, we don't even get paid. We, don't get paid. we, we do it for love. the love. Well, that's, that's, that's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah. hopefully um, the paid part will come. <clears throat> that's the point I'm making. So I think when I think about when B reached out to me, it was pretty easy for me because I've been you know, trying to figure out where to get started. And, um, you know, when you find something you're passionate about, you do it over and over again. And then the results come. I always say, man, mm-hmm. leaders don't have followers. They have opinions. 
And yeah. so you got to mm-hmm. figure out a way to separate the two um, because That's most big. folks are searching for leaders when they're running from opinion. But truthfully, they come with the territory, mm-hmm. come with the territory, man. So what was that um, saying again? Most leaders, what? They don't have followers. They have opinion. They have opinion. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh, which is true. Which is true. Um, so where did I get started? So I was, you know, I went to Johnson. Um, B knows that I'm from. I went. To, I grew up in Saxon Homes. I went to public school in Columbia. Tenth grade um, was in a class and was told, please point blank, you know, that you're a poor writer. You're a poor writer. Oh yeah. And Heard I'm the kind of kid. It. Yeah, I'm the kind of kid, and you're not college material. I'm the kind of kid that that kind of thing. It doesn't turn me off. It turns me on. Mm. So uh, I started reading a little bit more. Um, was an average student while I was at Johnson. But for some reason, man, it made me decide, oh, okay, all right, bet. We on. Um, started writing and barely finished high school. I mean, I finished Johnson with a 1.3 GPA. Dude, wow. wow. Hey, Pat, I'm going to tell you, I finished with yeah. a 1.85 People won't yeah. believe that. Coming from my household, yeah. like I had a 1.5. Yeah. I'm going to say it on the podcast. I had a 1.85 gradu- uh, GPA when I graduated high school and yeah. was told that I needed to go to vocational school. Yep. Damn. Yep. They told you to yep. your face you wasn't going to be. Oh, yeah. They told my dad. He was yeah. hot. Wow. <laughs> oh, your dad. I know your dad was hot. Oh, he was I'm pissed off. School still standing. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was He was pissed. But they, I got, you know, in, in the neighborhood we grew up in, man, the message pretty much was, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. My sophomore year, they had an exam called the X exam. Mm-hmm. And if you passed it, mm-hmm. you were cleared yep. to go into regular or college prep classes. Yep. I passed it. I was taking basic courses, ninth and ninth grade. I passed the test. And I remember my guidance counselor saying, you passed. I'm like, wow. like she was looking at me like, uh, I don't know what to say, but damn, you passed. So I thought, I said, well, cool. This is going to put me, because I had friends who were cracking on me about being in regular classes. So she was like, I said, so I guess I should be. She said, no, I think you still, you're good where you need to be. And I don't knock my parents. My parents worked and they worked and they worked and they did the best they could. Yeah. But they weren't at the school fighting like that. Um, they had to feed us. So I raised a little bit of cane, but when she put me in 11th grade basic classes, I did that 11th grade, 12th grade. I did the basics, um, got through that. But there was no, like, pushing. Um, that's an, I, I got to remember to bring her name up before we hang up tonight because life is really funny how it goes for a circus. So I finished Johnson, met my wife in high school. She's a year older than me. B knows her. Um, the year before I graduated, she was a senior, uh, my junior year. She was one of the people that kind of got me to where I'm at now because I was an athlete. I played ball, uh, was decent. And as I was trying to pursue her for all the wrong reasons, y'all caught that? As you pursue her for we all did. the wrong reasons. Hey, I was getting ready to say, do yeah. we want to know yeah. the wrong reasons? We, I think yeah, we we you think about being 16. You know what it was. You know what mm-hmm. you wanted. That's right. She said not today. So, <laughs> I pushed up on her really hard, pushed up on her really hard. I asked her for the prom, which is the that's like that's the warm-up lap for what's about to happen next. <laughs> we went to the prom. <laughs> After the prom, I went by there was a store called Revco. It was a pharmacy. Um I went in there, um, bought 
the biggest rack of condoms you can find. Um, <laughs> got back in the car, went to the prom. We got to the prom. I was like, yo, I said, it's time to roll. Um, she's like, roll? What we Roll where? I said, well, you know, Ramon, my best friend, I said, he got us a hotel. She said, you know, I ain't no hats, ain't no hats, homeboy. So I pulled out the box. You know how the pictures used to be in the box? Wow. I, I said, yo, I said, look what I got. She said, you can put them up. Um, <gasps> so, Damn. end of the night, we finished up, um, took her back home to the dad. Very firm. Wanted me to bring her back home, brought her back home. And afterwards, because of all the time that I had been really trying to do all kinds of crazy, immature things with her, um, she had a standard. Um, mm. After the prom, I asked her to my girlfriend, and the end of the story is this. She said to me, as she was graduating high school, she said, I will be your girlfriend. Wow. But I need to tell you a couple of things. She said, one, you are more than a ball player. Mm. I was 16, she was 17. And the second thing she said to me, is, you want to be my boyfriend, you're going to have to go to college. Oh. Mm. She set the standard. Wow. Which, which I wasn't, I was 16, she was 17. I wasn't planning to do and any you, of those and things. And you didn't have no, no plans on going to college whatsoever. I had been told pretty much throughout my academic career at that point, you're not college material. So mm. I wasn't planning to go to college. So, um, but writing-wise, um, career-wise, she was the one when she finished high school, she came back, you know, she was in college. And she really helped me to finish because I probably wouldn't have graduated, honestly. Um, but she said, yeah, June 4th, 1991, 10.46 p.m. Wow. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yo, you know what? <laughs> you know it's how hard to remember because she set precedence for your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, just imagine absolutely. where you would have been. Now, you've accomplished a lot. I watch you all the time. And um, to know Man. that how you ended up where you ended up was all because of her one because she's like hey you know you not this mm-hmm. you you might have thought yeah. you might have thought about her differently had she given it to you mm-hmm. on that first night that relationship we wouldn't be together bro you wouldn't be together she's like hey yo oh, I, I beg to differ you made a different you beg to differ why you, yeah oh, i had my wife on my first night so she why do you keep saying that and she keeps Refusing. <laughs> man's right. So well, I just know. know she keeps proving you wrong. My wife. Yeah, she ain't proving me wrong. She, her, her word is not, you know, make me wrong. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I think she did admit it. I think sorry. she did admit it was the first night. Yeah. I think she, she did. did. Yeah, she did, yeah. too. But, man. Yeah, so, yeah. I am no game. Right, so, the end of the story is... Um, She's kind of how I got started, man. And when I got to college, you know, she was the kind of girl that would say to me, like, I'm like, man, this ain't, this ain't even for me. And she was the one that said, you, you, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You can do this. And studying, I'll be honest, my first year of college was like grade 13. Man, because, what? Wow. Coming from the school that we came from? Yeah. Come on, man. I, it's like Iliad Odyssey. It's like... What? what is this? How do you interpret what? this? I don't know what this shit is. That's crazy. Oh, nah, man. So she was foundational, man. But that's, that's good. Kind of how I got started. And she's. She still plays an integral now. part. Say it again. She still plays an integral part in your. um. Your 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 firm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I wife, got a question. I'll go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say one last thing. But my wife, I skipped through college because. That was a whole nother experience because I 
finished Benedict with all honors. I went to USC for graduate school, got two master's degrees, full scholarship. So I went from 1.3 to three degrees. I didn't, I left graduate school. I didn't owe anybody, but partly my wife was the one that kind of helped me to redefine. That's big. You know, you it wasn't cool to be early. It wasn't cool to be I mean, smart, not only did man. you find your queen, man, yeah, you, you found fought, your queen you fought, early. And, you, and that's one thing you're saying. Kids don't understand it this day. I'm glad you just said that. It's not cool to be smart. I spent a yeah. lot of time being a class clown and stuff. Me come too. on, and you come from good stock. Right. Well, my dad mm-hmm. used to be pissed. I mean, all the time. Yeah. He was like, boy, you're smarter than this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got a quick yeah. question. Is your yeah. wife or was your wife a Derrick Jackson fan? <laughs> she don't know what that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. Okay. You know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Nah, I never, I never knew who he was until all this stuff came Me out. Me either. I never seen that man I, a day in my life. I vaguely, vaguely, vaguely followed him because, I, you know, people share and tweet stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, life is funny, man. It mm-hmm. is. And God life has a way funny. of humbling you. Oh, yes. Humbling you. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. God humbled the hell out of him. Let me tell you something. Publicly. Yeah, publicly, he got double for yeah. all the trouble he's been giving everybody else because he's a man hater sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was his platform. Yeah, after oh. seeing all like, the videos I just seen, he was every time he talked, he was a man. As hater. a matter of fact, now I remember it was he the same dude that was on the show with Michelle, um, K. Michelle that time when she was said the best, yes. the only good yes. man was Jesus, Jesus and, and Obama. Uh, Barack Obama. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that was him. Uh huh. Oh yeah. yeah, I never heard that show. You didn't. He's oh, uh. <laughs> You know, but, you know, done, man. If it's not been in the right vein, um, surely, surely it's going to come out. Oh, yeah. It's going to come out. Oh, yeah. So uh, all, It always does. If you live long yeah. enough, you're going to become the villain. It was just a Yeah, and now he's dragging his wife. Mm. Yes. Yeah, she was, She could have done better, but. Well, I mean, first of yeah. all. First of all, what? That's a whole different story. I don't know why. She's even speaking. I'd be quiet. That's his battle. Somebody said, Ooh. blink twice if you need help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that video, did you see how hard yeah, he was, was gripping her yeah. head? She yeah. was super uncomfortable. It was yeah. like... Not that we got off yeah. topic a little bit, but yeah, she was super uncomfortable. It, it was uncomfortable no. to watch. Yeah. yeah, she was. But he said that she voluntarily sat there. I, you know, I don't know any <sighs> woman. Day A day after right. it's been revealed, you nah. will happily sit there. Thank yeah, you. I didn't see no teeth. He didn't give her a weekend to go party or nothing. Yeah. He, he didn't have a Band-Aid on his head. <laughs> nothing. You, nope. didn't see, hey, you didn't see his blanket and pillow on the chair from where he had to sleep <laughs> nope. last night. Nope. Nothing. No nope. grit burns. Nope. Grits burns. Yeah, that's, nope. Yeah, he pretty whack. I'll listen to Kevin Samuels all day, but I've, I've never listened. I'll never Something listen to that dude. about him. They oh, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. They pick you up to pull you down. <laughs> yeah, easy. Oh, but you know, they're saying Derrick Jackson gained like 200,000 new followers in the past 24 hours. Of course they did. But I think it's not just you know people much... coming coming to look at in, in, in his support. I think nah. people are just coming to see what he's posting because he keeps talking. Yeah. yeah. He keeps talking. And people yeah. want to post too. Yeah. Or oh, he, yeah, might yeah. Be, he might have a whole new set of vagina sitting somewhere, you know. Yeah, a lot of those yeah. new women. Oh, is, absolutely! Is curious. It's a mixture. It's yeah. a mixture of people coming to laugh, a mixture of people coming to recruit him mm-hmm. for their uh yeah. their, to their, test him to see if he yeah. he's really saying what he's it's, saying. Oh yeah, yeah. He gonna get some yeah. new. He gonna get some new vagina. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is yeah. just a gateway yeah. for him. Yeah. There's a crowd waiting on that. Yeah. Broken people attract broken people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. so. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, say that with force. Well, let's get back to it. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Yeah, we. Okay. Sometimes we go. Sometimes we roll them yeah, off, which is cool. Hey, look, show. I'm in the car with y'all. Okay. So we're good. All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's we're talk good. about let's talk about 
your grant writing because you, you, yeah. you finished school. You got you know what? You start about school. How did you get into grant writing? How? So when my um, my first major writing project when I was at Benedict, um, and this is going to connect two things that matter to me. Um, my parents separated when I was fifteen. My father was everything to me, and when they separated, you know, it affected me greatly. So um, I struggled. I'll be honest with you. I was mad at him, mad at the world. When I got to Benedict, uh, and my dad used to drink and get high in the same neighborhood where I went to Benedict. Where I grew up, same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So my junior year of college, we had a major writing assignment, and I wrote a paper called The Difference Between Successful and Non-Successful Students. And the research basically said it was the presence of a positive male. Oh. So father, coach, preacher, deacon, mentor, big brother, uncle. And so it it, it was really my heart writing that paper. Um but it was so passionate when I gave it to my professor, my professor, who's still a friend of mine now, um, said, like, this is really powerful. You should do something with this. And so I started doing work with fathers. When I started working with fathers, I started also figuring out, oh, there was funding that you can possibly apply for. So the first grant I wrote was for a fatherhood program. This is 1996, which before it was in vogue, before it was cool, there was no money for fatherhood. So I wrote my first grant. Mm. Didn't get funded, um, but the person I wrote the grant to was at an organization that was actually about to invest $10 million into fatherhood. Mm. Y'all not following this. Y'all not following this. Not yet, we are. So here's the irony or the God in all of this situation. So as I wrote this grant, didn't get funded my senior year, got to do an internship. I'm still writing passionately about fathers and men and the whole nine yards. Well, when I graduated from college, and this was prior to you having kids too, right? Didn't have any kids. No, I was I was seeking to fill a hole in my heart. Oh, you're holding your part from your loss from your dad, from yeah, having your dad that around was, and being split. Yeah, yeah, that was the vacancy that I was like. We all have a thing that keeps us thinking about. We think about it all the time. That was my thing. When I was so was that more? Was that more of you? Like, okay, you don't want any other, nobody else to feel that same way. And you, yeah, to that, that drove me. Because okay. um, I knew how great my dad was. My dad just didn't know it. Mm. Mm. Wow. I mean, my mm. dad grew up Reed Street. Y'all know Reed Street. Uh, my dad grew up in and out of prison. You know, my dad shot up with the best of them. And I'm talking drugs, all the drugs you can think of. And most of my childhood before he, my parents separated, my dad was, he was at the house. My dad taught me how to fight, shoot a basketball, <laughs> run the football, fix a tire, you know, the whole nine yards. So that was... When he left, I was a sophomore in high school. That's a critical point. Mm. That's a major point mm-hmm. in a boy's life. You know what I mean? Very so, um, and my younger brother, Jamie, who B knows, Jamie was 11. I was 15. So mm. he got less of him. Mm. So um, anyway, on the grant story, my senior year of high school, the place I applied to two years later, when I enrolled at USC for graduate school, the fall of 97, um, the same guy kept the paper, the proposal that I wrote. And as he was about to invest $10 million, he literally found me um, at USC and said, we're about to do this project. You wrote this thing two years ago when you was at Benedict. Would you become interested in being an intern for us? I don't know. I don't know. I don't do, you know, I don't know you like that, though. Um, mm-hmm. but so he said to me. That was sounding good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, I'm about to do this project. He said, you're the perfect person for it. It's statewide in South Carolina. 
um, it's overseeing a $10 million project um, and it's all fatherhood. I said, well, I don't have any kids. He said, but you understand fathers. Hmm. So um, the foundation that I work for, they had $85 million and all that we did was give out money throughout South Carolina. Wow. So um, everything flipped really quickly. Everything flipped really quickly. And I became one of the best people to go into small churches across the state, um, small organizations, mom and pop shops. And I was teaching them, how do you write grants to this organization that was giving this money out? So I became a grant writer, grant coach. And um, the rest is history, man. I mean, it was passionate. When I see people who have a passion mm-hmm. and they really haven't figured out how do you put it on paper, um, what my gift, and I'm okay with saying it now, is taking that idea and helping you to formulate it so that you can actually end up with funding. So um, wow, that was in 97, amazing. 98. Um, and it's ended up, like I said, $70 million now I've done since that time. So, $70 million. You've helped $70 million. Yeah. And great yeah. right for people, man. That yeah. is, so that's dope. That's real dope. All of the stuff is connected though, from the high school teacher son I couldn't write to my wife being the wind beneath my wings and an encourager. Aww. To get into school and really finding out my passion was really around fathers and then marrying the two, you know, my work with dad and then how do you get funding for it? And then just being in position. Yeah. A lot of us think you got to be in front. You got to you know, you got to be in position. Um, that man found me two years later and said, listen, I'm ready to make this investment. And I think you're the perfect person. Yeah, that I'm means like, you- I'm like. That means you left the impression on him, man. Two years later, for somebody to still have you on their mind and this opportunity came up, it's like, okay, this guy made an impression on me two years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah. How, can you find people who's giving out money for certain things? Like, is there a, dat- a database? Like, somewhere, you know? Yeah, how do you... Yeah, that, right. That's a good question. So, um, and I'm, I mean this when I say this, there's money right around y'all right now. Mm. Okay. Are we we listening. So we listening. Yeah, we so looking, we're looking for some money, we, man. We, yeah, what, what we need to do. <laughs> so let's go through some basic things about grants. All right. The first thing that you are going to put you in position is you have to be a nonprofit. Okay. Okay. So I'm not sure how you guys are set up, but you want to L- be a we nonprofit. We set up as an LLC right now, but. Yeah, you can do both. Okay. You can do both. Um, and our firm. We do four things. We set nonprofits up. We do grant research, do grant writing, and we do board training. But the first thing for you to be eligible to apply for a grant from IBM, the Gates Foundation, the um, Chick-fil-A Foundation, most of them like to have money going to nonprofits because of some roles. There you go. There you go. So if you're not positioning yourself by having yourself as a nonprofit, you cut off 90% of the money you can actually so let me ask you this: Can your business be an LLC and a nonprofit with the same name, same registration? Name. So let me give you a okay. prime example. So Chick Fil A is a for-profit. Mm-hmm. Y'all with me? Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A has a nonprofit called the Chick Fil A Foundation. Mm-hmm. You with me? Okay. Mm-hmm. IBM is a for-profit. IBM has the IBM Foundation. I sort of say foundation to the end. <laughs> and do it not Oh, you can add charity, you can add something else, but it can have the same prefix. You just want to make sure they're distinguishable yeah. on paper. Mm. Mm. Wow. Hey, y'all set all that up. 
We do that every day, man. Last year, I did 24 of those organizations across the country. Wow. So listen, so right now we mm. have an organization. We, we're putting together an organization right now uh -huh. called ATL uh -huh. Creative Space. But part of that uh -huh. in the creative space is that we also want to do mentoring to to young individuals. I feel like young yeah. individuals right now, they're really technical and they're really into what's going on as far as social media and all this other things. And we feel like we can teach them and bring them on and mentor them and teach them yeah. these skills too and let yeah. them intern and be part of, you know, this industry. But yeah. as far as getting money for grants, we would need to set up a nonprofit for our mentoring and for our first thing, first thing. Then you got to think about second thing you got to think about is a board of directors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks the board has to be 25 people. You know, you can have a board as small as three people. Yeah. But there's three T's. There are three T's that you have to have in place when you think about board members. Mm -hmm. Trust. People you can trust. Mm -hmm. The second is people who have time. Mm -hmm. And people who have talent. Mm -hmm. So if you put a list of names on the board, wherever y'all are right now, mm -hmm. and I ask you to, can you put three T's by everybody's name on the board? If we you got, got some folks... We can't got, put three T's by the We name. got three people in this room right now. Say say the three again so people understand. Trust, time, and talent. People three you T's. can trust. Folks who have time. I know some really talented people. They don't have time. Right. Mm -hmm. I know some people who are really talented, you know, or have a lot of time, but they're not talented. So you want right. to have a combination of those people on your board, um, funders today, when they think about board of directors, they ask questions like, when's the last time y'all met as a board? Um, and so I've had a couple of clients who've gotten in trouble like this because they will tell me, we meet every three months. I say, awesome. And then the funder asks, really? Um, please give us the cell phone numbers of your board members. And I had this happen recently. And the funder called each person individually, said, when's the last time y'all had a meeting, B? Uh, February. Then they called back and said, Queen, when last time y'all had a meeting? Uh, I think you meant in January. Um, mm. Right then and there, they get a good read on whether you're a strong or a weak candidate to give them your money, get, give you their money. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's not a game. Um, and so we do a lot of teaching and training around how do you organize yourself to position yourself for funding. Um, so setting up a board is the second thing I mentioned to you. So nonprofit set up a board, and then this probably should be at the top of the list, but what is your fat? What's your passion? What's your focus? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of people who are talented, I'm talented, you guys are talented, struggle with focus because you want to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But right. in the grant world, you want to be known for something. Hmm. Is it you? Okay. Is it parenting? Is it academics? Is it mentoring? Is it coaching? Because most funders know each other. And if every time a new grant opportunity comes out, this is about gardening. This is about academics. This is about STEM. And you're applying for all this stuff, you're kind of hopping around chasing the money, right? Mm. After a certain period of time, when you become an expert and it's recognized widely, um, what happens is the money starts chasing you. So, mm. so, they, so they track, so they basically really track you and it's like, Word of mouth, oh, this is a great organization. We've seen they've been working with these kids over here. These kids are flourishing. Mm -hmm. 
And so mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, we want a part of that. So they started to chase you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many people, including my organization, that have gotten funding from organizations that we never even applied to. They call and say, hey, mm. I'm following you. I think you have some amazing work that you're doing. Um, we've got $20,000 to spend by the end of the month. You know, would you be interested? Right. So we could say, you know, if we started a nonprofit right now for our creative space and say all three of us are here on the board, we could mm-hmm. technically say we meet every Wednesday to record. No. And this could, yeah, be, a, yeah, and this could be our opportunity that because we actually have our meeting as well. Yep. This is, this is I would separate it. You would separate it and have a separate meeting separate outside it. of it? Okay. Yeah, I would because your meeting shouldn't be part of something else. Part of something else? should be okay. designated. Got you. As a as a official business meeting, okay. So, and most most boards meet once a quarter. Once you a can quarter, meet more than that. Okay. Um, so let me ask. It, yeah. Okay. So, My fault. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. But I got mm-hmm. another question. So I'm once the them. once what's the speculations on the grant money, the way it's spent, and how is that like looked at or viewed by the person that's giving it? So every grant has grant requirements. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So, some funders will say, "I have a client that's in Atlanta. We did a grant for him last year. We won four point nine million dollars for his organization. So, it's a federal <sighs> grant. Um, with that federal grant, like most programs that you have, where you're serving parents or children, you have food. And this grant is specifically said you cannot buy food. So, every funding stream that you're going to get going to have their own requirements that tell you mm-hmm. what you can and can't do with the money. So, but you know that going in. So right. when you're writing a grant, right. you'll see a list of things that they say are allowed and not allowed. So the quickest way to kind of mess up what you're trying to get funding for is to go against their rules or their requirements. Mm-hmm. So some grants would say you can only serve, you know, Dunwoody and Alpharetta. Um, so if you say, okay, we're going to do Buckhead, um, it's out of their scope. So you're kind of ruling yourself out. 90% right. of writing grant, 90% of it is actually following the instructions that they're laid out for you. Hmm. Okay. 90% of it. Okay. 90% of it. So you'll basically be writing your grant to exactly what they want. So yeah. like you just... If you, yeah. If they say this program should only serve youth between 11 and 15, you'd be a fool to write, we're going to serve 18-year-olds. Right. If they say this program should only serve students during the school year, you'd be a fool to write that we're going to offer programming in the summer. Okay. So most funders are going to give you, and you probably heard this term because it's in business as well, they call it a request for proposal. An RFP. RFP, yeah. Um, most funders are going to issue an RFP, and the RFP is literally the guide for your proposal. And if you are seasoned at this or new at this, um, your best bet is to read the RFP thoroughly, make notes, make comments, figure out what they're asking for, and then you write to that specification. Um, my writing process is you know, something I enjoy, but I do the things that you learn in second grade. Before you write a long paper, you create the outline. 
So <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so you still you, you still doing the what is the body the introduction the introduction come on. the body mm-hmm. come on <laughs> the conclusion the closing. yeah conclusion <laughs> yeah yeah that is still so there's some fundamental things that you know that's why I, I don't regret but you know I played a lot in school man. Um, and I, you know, I just, I just, it, it just wasn't my thing. You know, I'm, I'm happy with the timing of when my stuff kicked in, mm-hmm. but, um, cause I think you could tap out early. I've got friends who were top of the class and they got to school, college. It was like, damn, there's 10 of y'all in here that know this answer. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. Uh, yeah. and I'm one of them. <laughs> um, but when I was in high school, it was two or three kids that got all the love. So, uh, yeah, those same friends of mine, those same friends of mine dropped out of college. Those smart ones in high school. That's if they went to college. They didn't finish. You like me. I I don't want anybody to think I'm talking about them, but you know, it's just like now when you run into them or you see them, you be like, damn, what the hell happened to you? What's going on with you? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that. Yeah. So, So, but that's, that's the grant process. I mean, there's, there's, a, a few more things in there. Like you got to create a budget. But if you are interested in getting funding for working with young people, um, we don't have enough time to talk about how much money is out there for this. Mm. Wow. There's not enough time to talk about so, it. So we're, so let's say if we want to set up time to talk to you, because right now we're working on something and mentoring yeah. is part of that right now. And we don't yeah. even know. I don't know. I could probably do a five one. See, my dad's done one. I know he could put one together. I'm not going to even bother yeah. him to ask him because it'll probably take me a year with all the stuff he got going on to get <laughs> help with doing that. And I would have to listen to a lot of lectures about politics and all kind of other stuff too. Yeah. And on top of Mary, he's going to have to listen to it too because I'm not going to listen yeah. to it alone. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the setup time to sit down with you to do a five one C and Get us started as far as like yeah. ring. What rank, is that grass, price? Like, what does like? that cost? Look, boy, you you got right to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I just I, want to I, jump straight to the money, man. I wanted to. That's what he said on, at the man. beginning. Where the money was. If you ain't getting paid, you volunteering. <laughs> yeah, put the money aside. So, um, my wife is everything to me. I love um, this. Maybe we'll have him and Serena come back. Let me tell you something. You know for, why you're so another favorite? Black Love series. You're she's favorite coming because... out from Derek Jackson, man. So she's... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. Hey, he's got the favor of the Lord because he's got his I'm, wife. And he's, I'm going to tell you. If, I, I say the same we're... things and I'm talking bullshit. I mean, I'm talking crap. <laughs> nah, nah. But this man going here and saying this. But I'm... Oh, no, I, but I, I tell you all the time. I, I, I You and you and Shannon have a good thing. I don't. You got a baby, I'm a, so don't even. I'm going to tell you if I'm, I'm friends with Pat on Facebook. When I'm telling you at any time, in any day, any week to celebrate his wife, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, he does it. Yeah, all the time. On, Supposed man. to. Okay. Perfect. All, perfect. All the time. Way. If you want to say, people gonna say, oh, I'll never see Pat with yo. You're not supposed celebrate to celebrate his wife right. all the time. Birthdays, oh, anniversary. If it was the first time he, if it's the anniversary of the first time he clipped her toenails, he posted. Okay. Yeah. Say, I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. You, I love that. So I me and my wife, me and my wife had, a, we was talking to some some more married couples earlier this week. Mm-hmm. So I posed, I, I, I tell you, ask you the question. Mm-hmm. Say you're a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And your wife 
files for divorce, mm-hmm. do you give her half? I'm you, a billionaire, and she filed, and I she files for divorce. She filed for divorce. Yeah. You give I her five hundred million. Yeah, I got no problem with that. That's exactly what I said. I love and then that. they asked my wife, and she said something different. <laughs> so I had to retract mine. She said she wouldn't give yeah. me half. No, no, no retract. No, you didn't have she to said she wouldn't give me. She said, depending on what how, how you treated me, you might not get nothing. Yeah. That's what my wife said to me. Man. <laughs> well, it made see, me feel some type of way. I would give you, I would give you half the money just to get rid of your ass. I'm gonna give you half because five hundred million. I guess a lot of my and I'm a billionaire. I mean, you yeah, know. but a lot of people, was, a lot of my friends were saying, "No, I give her something. I give him something, but I'm not giving him half." And I'm thinking, "This is my wife. If, yeah. The things that she's we went through together. You've gone like, through together. That's she does, even even my daughter's mother. If I became rib. a millionaire, I would still buy a home for my daughter's mother as long as she was in her care. And people think I'm crazy. Well, my wife thinks no. I'm crazy, but. I'm like, man, what's mm-hmm. up, you know? Hey, just like what you say, Pat, you married the other day. What you posted one day back in February, the smart man marries the woman he loves, the, the wise man loves the woman he marries. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm That's telling right. you, he loves his wife every day. Yeah. I love it. I'm yeah. telling you. You're supposed to. As hey, hard as it is. Let me hey, tell you something. But, but since we skipped something, hold up real quick. Pat, he didn't still give it that price. We need to know, that. I need to know that price. <laughs> I just, before I we keep this, talking, let, let me hear what this price sound like. Y'all went around the building. I was about to yeah, make yeah, a my point. Fault. Yeah, I want to go back to that real quick because Mary. I need that price. I'm, I'm always going to talk money, man. But my, I was going to say there's two things. You asked how do you get on my schedule. I was saying my wife is everything. But six years ago, she was a six-figure you know, hospital manager. you know, And um, we made the decision for her to leave her job. Wow. And it was a lot of money on the table, but, um, she has two passions. One is being home with her children and she loves doing events. And Mm. so, um, I asked her if she would be my business manager and she's the one that you want to email just like you did to get me on here, B. She, and Um, she does a great job responding by the way. I'm not going to blow, I'm not blowing smoke till I said, I appreciate her prompt responses. Yeah. Smell like smoke to me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, brother. She is. Uh, hey, hey, the wife is the way to get to get to the man. Yeah, so, thank you, Miss Patterson. Yeah. You got to get to the gates. She's, she's the boss. So we have for it. a nonprofit setup. We have two fees. One is twelve hundred dollars, which is a one-time fee, and that's covering from the first conversation to actually getting your paperwork filed with the IRS, and it's a four-step process. Or for people who really need to have different payment options, we have two payment options. Um, one is twelve hundred one once, or two payments of seven fifty. Okay. So you decide which one works best for you. We have people who pick both, um, so it's it's really you guys' call. And that includes that. But, uh, the beginning of like from the four steps you said, the nonprofit to the mm-hmm. grant writing to finding the grants. No, no, no. Okay. If you get your nonprofit set up, so there's four steps. One is you got to set up your vision, mission, goals. We walk you through that process. We give you homework. So I do things with people, not for people. Right. So vision, mission, goals. The second thing you got to do is set up your articles of incorporation. Um, That's a little bit of a lengthy process, but we actually walk you through that process. You'll have that. The third thing is your bylaws, which we'll set that up with you. In between each of these meetings, we do four meetings. And in between the meetings, you're going to have homework. um, Mm -hmm. Because I want you to be invested, put Mm -hmm. some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. The last part of the process is actually applying to the IRS to get your nonprofit status. So those four meetings, 
You can either pay it one time, twelve hundred, or you can do payments at seven fifty. But you'll help us. With, we'll, we'll do the writing. You'll just help guide us through the process. Well, our, our, actually, our, our, how much is the price for writing? Opposite. Too? opposite. We do the writing. Most of our work is to get it out of your head. Yeah. Uh, oh, on gotcha. paper. So, gotcha. uh, but in between, um, there's still things like you got to still pick a board of directors. So that's not on me. That's on you guys. Mm. You still got to figure out what your name of your organization is. That's not on me. That's on you guys. Mm -hmm. um, so after each of those meetings, there's a checklist of things that I need you to come back to the next meeting with. Um, so it's really your call how you want to pick which payment option. But in between the process, I've just learned in the beginning of my career, I would say just pay us and we'll do it. And people will get the nonprofit and they'd be happy for a minute. But they didn't put no work in. Mm. So they don't yeah. treat and, it like that. And you know what? You know what I, I I say what the problem with that is because you wasn't you weren't intimately involved in that too. Yeah. You don't know nope. shit. So if somebody yep. asks you questions, you can't really speak back to it because you didn't At all. because you didn't do anything mm -hmm. with At it. All. And so I would rather know and be involved so that I can actually speak to it. If somebody asks me, well, you know, about your bylaws, I can regurgitate right. because I yeah. did so, it too. So I have a question. Yeah. What what happens after you you go through the process. You get a grant mm -hmm. for the nonprofit. I mean, is that it? Is it continuous? Do you continue to apply for grants? So let's say you're, you know, mm -hmm. you, I get one grant. From you get one, one place. grant. Yes. Do you? Do, yeah. I mean, how? What is there a limit to how many grants you can apply for no. and receive? Mm -mm. Oh. Mm -mm. No. Uh, my client in Atlanta that we did the grant for. He just said he had four point nine. Four point nine million dollars. Um, wow. He has a twenty million dollar agency. That's 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 great. And you don't have to pay this back. This is money no. that's given to you. These are these are grants. Yeah, these are grants. Now you got to work. So I don't want people thinking that you leave there and go get to the Bentley shop and get you a car. <laughs> uh, if you write in a proposal that you're going to serve, in this case, the guy in Atlanta, he's doing a lot of work with fathers. Mm -hmm. um, he's got to serve a hundred guys a year. And I don't know about y'all, but you know, fathers are not the easiest to recruit and work with. So he's putting some real skin in the game on the mm -hmm. ground mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. You know, you still got goals. People gave you the money. They expect you to serve these numbers. So yeah. you still got to grind. You got to meet the Grind it out. Objectives. So yeah. um, I just, before I got on with you guys, I was on the phone with him earlier. We're doing another grant to Chick-fil-A. That's three hundred and fifty thousand dollars Hey. So, so how does that money work? Like, does it go straight to your bank account? Or does it, is it split up over time? Are there so conditions? The, so every every funder that gives you money has their own process. Oh, okay. So some funders will give you a block every quarter. Some will give it all to you at one time. It just depends on the amount. So a $4.9 million grant from the federal government, they're going to give it to you in increments over the course of five years. Okay. Mm. Wow. Some people, like I've gotten grants for $20,000, $50,000. It depends on the size. They'll give it to you all at once. Mm. I'm going, I'm but going you still to... so I yeah, need yeah, you to you understand this so yeah. you still have to do what you so funders no funders barbers no barbers drivers no drivers right. you know lawyers no lawyers this is how this funding thing works it seems like man if I get $50,000 from a group in Charlotte and I don't do my job I'm good if I get something else in Atlanta no funders they go to funders meetings so they will say quickly, hey, I just funded a group in your town, and the guy's name was Patrick. Do you know? Yeah, we gave Patrick $20,000. Mm. 
but he didn't do shit with it. Mm. Um, so your name, quickly, all you got is your name. Like mm. you said. Did we start the call with that? Did yes, we, we did. Yes. So yes. people who um, think that you could kind of get the money and relax or hide, um, everything that you're doing, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. The only way I've been able to do this this long is because I have done what I said I'm going to do. Mm. That I've been integrity. I've been professional. Yeah. You know, I maintain a good name. Um, I brought people in, you know, my blessings come from sharing. So mm -hmm. you got to continue to think about how do you keep yourself with a good name, you know, when you work with funders, because truthfully speaking, they're going to check references. They're going to ask who else it's gave like you money. Job. They're going to call those people and they're going to say, all right, you gave Brian $10,000. How did it go? If they say like, he was amazing. Mm -hmm. The other funders is going to say, okay, well, all right, we probably won't give us money, but they say, he ain't done nothing. We ain't heard from him. Mm -hmm. We ain't done this. You know, so it all it always affects you. The only way you get to grow like this in this space when it comes to grants is you do what you tell you're gonna do. Yeah. So what's the difference between the grants and crowdfunding? Say it one more time. Is it, I hope I'm using the right term. Well, crowdfunding is like GoFundMe. Yeah, crowdfunding okay. is people donate to it basically. Yeah, it's a couple other different organizations. Yeah, yeah the GoFundMe's. Okay. Um so those are good. You know, but if you have a GoFundMe for a funeral, they're not going to do it three times in a year. Uh, and don't so they take some money off too? Yeah, they got to get their share. GoFundMe takes 3%? Yeah, they do. They do. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. The cost of doing business. That's crazy. Yeah. That's how they make Just it. Just like work. PayPal does. Yeah. All these yeah. other platforms. It's yeah. the cost of doing business. So let me ask you this. After the process of of paying the 1200 for the process to go through to get your um, foundation up and going... Is it a different price for you to write a grant, or do we do you, the people usually write their own grants, or do you? I get a mix. That? I get a mix. I get a mix. Some people will ask me to write the grants for them. Some folks will say, well, "Patrick, I've written grants, so we just want you to review the grants." Mm. It just depends on what they're looking for, and the way that we price our grants is depends on what the grant requires. So, I have a client in Atlanta. We did you the stay busy in Atlanta, day. don't you? Well, I mean, I'm in North Carolina, but. I've been working now in 45 states and six countries. So it's, you know, wow. if you are, if you have a skill, I've got two daughters, 15 and 13. I've taught them what my dad taught me. If you have a skill, you will never be hungry. Mm. Right. So I have a skill. Um, I haven't, I don't remember ever filling out a job application. I'm grateful that I'm not bragging. Mm. I'm grateful. Wow. That's fantastic. Except for that job, I was going to say it later, except for the one at Kohl's now. Oh, yeah. I had to do that because I was hustling. I, you'll have, to, you'll have to tell them about that after we finish the grant writing. How humble this man is. Like, I'm telling you, like, this is a dope dude. <laughs> you, you do whatever it takes, but I have never, like, sat in a space where I'm, like, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. But you got to have a skill. So Atlanta, y'all know Atlanta. Yes. Oh, Come yeah. <laughs> I mean, the city of finesse. Come on. Come on. Come I was on. about to say scam city. Yeah, I'll let come, on. come on, come on, come on. But sure. there's some there's some good people there. There's some good people all over. And when you think about grants, um, it's literally a recession-proof industry. Yeah. People are always looking for money. Wow. So what's so, that price look like uh, for you to write and review, well, really write a grant and then the price to review a grant? 
So our hourly rate to write grants is one seventy five an hour. Okay. The average so, time that it takes. Well, I'm, I'm gonna get to you. I oh, got okay. you. We're, we're, we're in the same car. Okay. Um, <laughs> the group in Atlanta, y'all do the math. Um, it cost me sixty hours to do that grant for him. Woo. Okay. Four point nine million dollars. It's a pretty good return on investment. Yes, uh, I think. So yeah, for um, that much money, ten ten five is not bad for a grant when you got four point nine million dollars. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, I have a group in Charlotte. We did a grant for them. It was fifty thousand dollars. It took me six hours to write the grant. So you do the math. Um, so our prices are pretty much right below average, um, but it's where I'm comfortable. Um, I've got 15 grant writers on my team. And so we do this work all over the country. But what determines the price is what the grant requires. Mm -hmm. So the one in Charlotte, it was a pretty simple online application. I didn't have to write a 100-page proposal. The one in Atlanta was a 100-page proposal. So it's it's a difference based on what the actual right. funder requires. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Your, your yeah. mind is always moving, man. <laughs> so, but I guess but once you've done it once, you already pretty much have the blueprint. It's a blueprint. You got a blueprint. I'm pretty sure you, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Probably not like a hundred page grants. That's probably it's time consuming. Crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man. I'm gonna tell you, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a month and a half worth of work. Yeah. So, so you know what we'll do is to I'll, I'll hit you know the misses up and set up an appointment, and we'll talk. About what we want to do, and set up a three-way call with between all three of us, because I definitely want to use your services. Definitely sure. are. Um, happy to help you guys, man. Definitely, real soon. Happy to happy to help y'all. I mean, it's out here, and if it's um not us, then who? So, do you believe the the PPP loan? How you feel about that? I didn't apply for any of them. Okay, but how do you feel about them? Is you think it's something people should have uh, done? or no. I, I, you know, I, I, this is, I, I'm grateful for the position that I'm in, but we're almost a half million dollar organization. So, oh, so you PPP, DDD, KKK, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't, um, I didn't think about them. Okay. Nothing against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just asking, coming forward. from a person who gets financial money from the government, on a daily basis, I just figured, you know, everybody has mixed emotions about the people. Oh, they're going to get y'all, da, 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 da. You're going to have to pay I, it all back and all that. Mm-mm, I just figured. Mm-mm. I had, you know, and I had many people ask me to write it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would have done really well if I figured out and studied it and, you know, but um, we're busy enough. Right. Okay. Cool. Busy enough. So. Cool. So grateful, man. So tell us. So you know what? You got two books that you wrote with your daughters. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I highlighted that too before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, while we had you on the call. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your books. Tell them. Tell us where people can find those books. Um, uh yeah. So I'll say real quickly. Um, the first children's book we did in 2015. Um, most of the work that I do outside of grants is tied to fathers, and so. Uh, the first one we wrote was called I Love When Daddy Reads to Me. Mm-hmm. And it's a children's book I wrote with my daughters just because that's what I did when they were little. Um, I was challenged by an older African-American female in D.C. I was at a black bookstore and she just pressed me really hard on why don't you have a children's book? I said, I, I just told her all these excuses about 
well, I don't have one. But she said, all right, I'm going to help you. Because I was talking about my daughters and my wife. She said, you need one because it'd be good for your kids down the line. So end of the story is I came home. I always thought the book had to have 400 pages. Um, I came home and asked my daughters because the lady told me, she said, ask your daughters do they want to write a book. And when they answer you, call me back. I called her back. My kids, of course, said yes. They were much younger then. We wrote the book. And to date, we've sold 12,000 copies of the book across the country. Wow. So, um, and I purchased two of the books. Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million. Um, I started a business for them when they were much, much younger called Two Little Publishers. It's T-W-O, Little Publishers. So you can order the book there, get signed copies. Um, but good. Barnes and Nobles, Tar- Target, Walmart, Books a Million. Um, it's been translated in a couple different languages. It's been sent to schools across the country. Pretty fascinating, man, when I think about it. And the second book we wrote a year and a half ago, before the pandemic, um, everything is based on real life. Um, it's called Unplugged, a day in the life of a family without their devices. And so the story is really what we did. Our kids wanted cell phones. We didn't let them have them. When they finally got them, we actually spent several days of the week with nobody on devices. And so the story is a story of a family that takes a dare to spend a day without their devices. Yep. And the kids were like, this is going to be the worst. But turns <laughs> out it was the best day they ever had. So, um, it's, so how the goal of the book is really to teach. Once a week? Say it again? How often do y'all do that? Once a week? We don't do it like that anymore because they're older. Right. You know what I mean? So they're virtually in school. But when they were younger, uh, we would literally pick a day or a couple days a week where we didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Huh. That's a good thing. What and did, and it was amazing. Where yeah. did you find your illustrator at for your book? Um, one, the first book, the brother's name was Jerry Kraft. Jerry is about to release a movie with LeBron James. That's how popular he is now. Hmm. Um, is it the Space Jams movie? Uh, it's another, it's, it's actually a, based on a book that Jerry wrote. It's called oh, okay. the, a new, the new kid. Oh, okay. Um, Jerry is in orbit now in terms of what he's doing big time. That was 2015. The second illustrator I got, I got off of a platform called Upwork. Upwork. You ever heard of that? Yes, I have. Well, Fiverr? You ever heard of Fiverr? Yeah, I heard of Fiverr. So sure. it's a virtual platform where you can find illustrators. And so Jerry sent me there because he was just too busy. And I found a lady who was in maybe Pakistan, um, honestly. And I gave her my material. I gave her the concept, the context. And she sent me some simple um, <laughs> samples of the images. And we started negotiating, and pretty much the story that I wanted written, she wrote it. So, wow, yeah, man. Anything you want, I'll close by saying this: in my life experience, man, I've worked for three presidents, and I've traveled extensively. Um, I've worked with the NFL. I still have a contract with the NFL. I've been working with them for the last five years. NBA, all the stuff that I told you in the beginning of my life. You know, the only difference is that I, I believe differently. I believe differently. Um, I believe there's value in my story. I don't have any huh. comparison. When I walk into a room, I don't think about, I wonder what this guy, I don't think like that. Um, I know I have a place. I know I have value. And uh, my wife, you know, most of the stuff that I've done in my life that's been successful, I'm really proud of. She's been beside me or literally in front of me uh, making it happen. So um, I got a team. I got a team. 
You know, and I haven't forgotten. When I came on the line, I was talking about, you know, people that I still hang with. I, I There's a balance to this. I've been in front of a lot of really high-level people, but I can go down to Saxon home and do the same thing I did 25 years ago. Um, not participate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry no, about no, it. no. Not not participate. What I mean by that is not participate, but oh, I could okay. be in a situation and you I'm get cool. yourself out of it. You good on oh, every I block. Could, Jay-Z said it. I could, yeah, I could I could exist. I go into prisons all the time, and it's not a problem for me. Right, it's not a problem. So God has blessed me to have multiple languages, multiple lenses, multiple perspectives, man. But um, I'm good with who I am. I'm good with who I am. That's good. So, uh, That's really good. There's no switching up. If you see me at the White House the next couple months, I'm not gonna be talking a certain way. Um, you're gonna get the same voice. I wouldn't be mad at you though. It's growth. Well, well. <laughs> You know, I ain't got to keep I it real the, with nobody no more. I've got my wife, got my kids. We're good. So, yeah. I, I think the older you get, the more you become comfortable right. with your voice. Mm, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll be 30 this year. So, yeah, I'm real comfortable. Oh, boy. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought it was 30 or 32. Nah, 30 plus a couple of years. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, dope. Well, so, yeah, I'm just proud that y'all are, are doing what y'all are doing, man. I think the opportunity or nonprofit, and I don't hold anybody, so don't feel like you got to email me back. Oh, no. Week. Well, listen, bro, I I think I inboxed you, I Facebook, I think I inboxed you on Facebook. Facebook, Facebook I'm sorry. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, I'd be confused yeah. with all this stuff. And I was like, okay, damn, I didn't get a message back from Pat. I said, all right, well, I'll just send an email. And then Serena was pretty responsive with the email. So that yeah. let me know that you... You probably get so many messages through Facebook Messenger. You probably don't even keep up with that stuff. It's a lot. Um, but um, and you know, during posts when you post stuff through Carolina Fathers, which I didn't say anything about, you know, it'd be so many people posting and you do respond back, but I wouldn't even want to handle any business or try to even start conversations like that. But knowing that yeah. I know now Serena's very responsive and um to your email address, I'm gonna email her and set up some time. Because this is something that we've been talking about, and it's something that we're moving on now with our other thing. But as far as like the mentoring yeah. is concerned, mm-hmm. and doing the nonprofit, that's something where we really want to do. So I need to schedule that time and sit down and talk to you yeah. about that seriously, like, and get the ball I'm all rolling, in. like, I'm all in. like immediately. Yeah, so, yeah. No, we I'm gotta raise in. the money for that, Brian. So well, once for we the, raise uh, the money. For Pat, yeah. Oh, twelve the, the twelve hundred. He yeah. said you can split that up in seven fifty. Right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna raise it first. We're gonna raise it. Yeah, okay. It's an up and coming <laughs> business. Like, it's not, oh well, listen, brother. Let's we, not jump hey, in and bro, take money out the home yet. Hey, listen. We already got eight hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. There you <laughs> go. Right. Okay. okay. That's right. Gotcha. We got eight hundred and thirteen dollars by okay. as a matter of fact right okay. now. There you so go. we need to promote there that a little bit more. That I got already aside, and that's that's the nonprofit. It could be ATL Creative Kids. I already got we'll a name. Come up with something, man. We ain't, come up know, with We're going to put too much out there because somebody's right. going to steal it. Somebody else steal it. You're yeah. right. Somebody might steal the idea. So don't worry about finesse. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, in Atlanta, they'd be like, oh, that was a good idea. Yeah. Yo, Shotty gave us a name. I had to scoop it, bro. I yeah. had to scoop it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Let's say Car- I did say something about Carolina Fathers. That's your Facebook page. I don't know, Miri. I, may, I, can, I can send that to you so you can... Join Carolina Fathers, even though you're not okay. from Carolina, you're from Kentucky. Um, we got love know, for Carolina. Y'all got we, good love for Carolina. Much, yeah, we pretty much the same type. And I was gonna throw something out too, but every time I do, um, Pat, you know, he get a little, you know, upset about it. You know, Q where, dogs. Go he's not a Q dog. But I was gonna say he's Kappa uh, Alpha. He's a new. Uh, he's a pretty boy. He, he got a candy cane. Yeah, he probably got a cane somewhere. Every day I got cane. 
I like to throw my Greeks out there too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three ninety-seven. Gamma Mu. Benedict College. Lex Five Side. Lex. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, <laughs> more of the story is they created their own fraternity. I love it. You know, James oh, is a Q. You know that. James oh yeah, I know about bro. Listen, uh, man, oh, man, powerful man. His brother, man, came up in school with me too. Probably went through the same thing I went through in school. Was an athlete, man. He is successful. My guidance counselor at. Yeah. One of the middle schools, basketball coach, won championship. Yeah. I think his first year. Like man, yeah. I'm so proud of my brothers, man. I'm I'm happy yeah. to have y'all guys proud on the show. You, man. That y'all guys proud take you, the brother. time to do this for me. Thank you. Um, nah, man, this is a it's an honor, and I think for us, man, service is first. You know, my family's first, and then everything else. Is um, there anything else you think people should know? Oh, we ain't trying to rush you off, and then we didn't know. She, I don't know. I didn't get no time, and Brian didn't share no time. Well, I thought, I think, so. I don't know. Maybe I think Serena said you had another appointment or something too. I'm out of afterwards. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. no, I don't think I have anything tonight. I had a meeting before y'all. Oh, okay. Um, but okay. you know, I, if I had to say any last things, man, I think it's just important. Just know who you are. Um, for your listeners, you know, the thing that scares you is what you probably should be doing. Mm-hmm. Probably should be doing it. Um, if it's the things that scare to, you, you should probably should, be doing. you probably should if be doing. Yeah, right. You get what he's saying. Yeah. If yeah. it don't scare you, you ain't dreaming big enough, basically. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. dreams of working with the NFL for years, man. I'm telling you, I've been doing it for the last five years now, and scared the death out of me. Um, your story matters. Is what I always tell people. Um, in all my life, uh, I've been in other countries telling a story about growing up in Saxon home. And people have been like mouth open. And what I realize is, you know, everybody has their own story. And uh, the closer you get to telling the truth about it, man, God is going to open up so many doors for you. Um, some folks lie about their stories, and that's why they're kind of scratching mm-hmm. and clawing and not getting there. <laughs> but I'm pretty, I'm pretty open uh, about my experience and the things that I've overcome. And I think partly is because I've, you know, availed myself, you know. Uh, to receive and help. And then the last thing I think is really important, man, is love on your people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love important. on your people. You got family members that haven't been good to you. You got many of them that have been good to you. But those that have been good to you, I have um, I've made a priority, even before the pandemic, but more recently, man. Like my aunts, my uncles, my mother, you know, professors, I made a point during COVID, man, to call people and just just pause and say, let me tell you about a time that you changed my life. Uh, and folks have forgotten it. But oftentimes when I made these calls and say thank you to people, they really needed it. Then they helped me 20 years ago. But it's when I called idea. the last... Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle, my uncle, my, my, my mother's brother, when I was 13, I had big teeth. I had a big butt. And I was short. Oh. I'm still short. Um, and I'll never forget this. This is the very last thing I'm going to say, but I'm going to have to run. Um, but my uncle said to me, do you have a girlfriend? Ooh. I was 13. And I said, you come on. He was in the military. He was at Shaw Air Force Base in South Carolina. I said, come on. You know, I got two. I, come on, you know. And my uncle said to me, what's their name? I said, well, you know, I, you know, I ain't telling my business now, but 
moral of the story is I was lying. Right. Uh, and he said to me, why don't you have a girlfriend? After I confessed, I was lying. Why don't you have a girlfriend? I said, well, uh, ain't nobody want me, man. And I was straight up feeling bad about myself, low self-esteem, worried about why am I not tall? Why my teeth ain't straight? Why my hair ain't like this? And my uncle, God bless him, um, he was in this uniform, was driving from something to Columbia. He said, listen, this before it was in vogue. He said, you're a king. Mm. Huh. This is 1987. He said, and there's somebody for everybody. Wow. And the next day I went to W. Perry Middle School, and B knows what I'm talking about. Eagles. Um, Eagles. I walked into the school the next day, and I'll tell this whole story because my wife knows the story too, but there was a girl in the school. She was dating a drug dealer. Her name was Jakeisha Foster. That's right. Wow. Thank you, right, sir. Put her Thank out you. there, Pat. Put her out there. Let, let, let me just tell you. Uh, yeah, gold teeth. She had the salt and pepper cut with the bang oh, and the, the thing at the bottom. She wore a lotto's. She had the name belt. She had the double, the ring with the two fingers. She had the gold chain. She had taps on her shoes. I mean, she wore Adidas. Everything had tags on it, the whole nine yards. I have been in school with this girl, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, whatever it was. And I swear she didn't know who I was. The next day, my uncle drove to pick me up from school. I used to walk to school. Came to pick me up. I was walking to his car. And everybody in the school, sixth through eighth grade, wanted this girl to just say their name. I was walking. This is the day after my uncle told me I was a king. I don't know what I did that day in school. I'm walking to the car, and she rides the bus to school. So she gets on her bus. I'm walking across the field. Brian knows where the stadium is. So my uncle used to park right by Jagger's Terrace. Um, so um, as I'm walking to the car, Yakisha gets on her bus. She cracks. She lets the window down. Y'all know how the windows go down on the bus? Mm-hmm. Uh, she sticks her hand. She says, Patrick! Ah. Uh, she did not say my name. She said, <laughs> you're, she said you're so fine. <laughs> she said it to you. She screamed it to me. Boy, his ego went up to Hundun. <laughs> so listen, listen man. Two years uncle, later, you meet your wife. Well, you know, my, my wife wasn't even pictured at the time. But my uncle, who had just spent the previous day with really just saying to him like I ain't shit um, mm. I don't think I'm shit and the power of his words I don't know what I did that day because my clothes didn't I didn't go buy no clothes and I had no money but something happened to me from his saying to me you're a king so as I'm walking to the bus the next day this girl who I don't know where she is right now um, I've never said anything else to her after that but it was confirmation mm that the way you feel about yourself determines how others feel about you. So mm-hmm. I must have walked in the school that day with a little bit of a, you know, they call it swag or whatever mm-hmm. they call it now. But here's what I would say to you. Last year, I called my uncle. COVID's going on. Everybody's home. And I said to him, listen, Uncle Curtis, you forgot about this, but I didn't. And I said to him, this is what you have created. And my uncle, who is a military man, 
when I tell you he cried like a baby. Oh. About something he forgot about. Yeah. He forgot about it. So I have daughters, and I've always tried to practice positive words, affirmations. Yes. But if you know somebody who has helped you, take a minute, man. Mm. Take a minute. Yeah. That's a powerful word. It's not a text. Not a text. Yeah. Just I don't wonder. Coach you just Smith. struck something in my head. That don't sound like a bad segment for us on here. Like each week, one of us pick somebody and try to get in contact with them mm-hmm. and see if we can call them up mm-hmm. and thank them. Yeah. Gratitude, man. Man, it does something to people. It does. It does it to me. It does something to people, but it's going to do something for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a long story, but it, it's a beautiful one. to hear me say this. You have to have to love on people that have loved on you. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. There's no other way to get to where you're trying to get to in life, mm-hmm. in business, in heaven, mm-hmm. if you don't do that. And then forgive. Uh, find a way to forgive. Find a way to forgive. Find a way to forgive. It is so important that as you're trying to climb with your nonprofit, with the podcast, with your businesses, if you are carrying those things, they are slowing you down. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Definitely. And it's cool when you, you walk into it and say, you know, you know, what would this do? Like, hell no. You know, uh, that's funny when you're young and everybody's like gassing you up saying that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the older you get, man, you never know when you're on the side of the road and that same dude, you can, yeah. whatever you've been beefing with, you really need him now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have forgiven myself. I forgive other people over the years, man, so many times. And I tell you, I can fly. Mm-hmm. I can fly now freely. I don't have that weight on me. That weight, yep. That's funny you said that. I just got through telling somebody this last week about forgiveness and forgiving yourself for being in situations that you never thought you would be in, and forgiving on, people because you can't move forward in life when you're holding so much. It's such Come a on. heavy feeling to walk around holding so Come much on. hate and dislike and anger. And you're not, you don't realize that a lot of times you're doing it to yourself because those Come people on. have moved on and here you are Come still on. stuck on the ground being upset about something that the person has they no idea about. you've yeah. done. They've forgotten about forgot it. About. Yeah, for me personally, I, I try not to hold grudges against people. No. If I do, if it won't be long and I, I love to see my people win. It's, I, you know, it's a, it's a friend of mine I went to school with and I, didn't, I don't even know if we really liked each other that much in, no, in elementary school or whatever. But, you know, as yeah. we see each other over the years and I see him, we're friends on Facebook and I'm seeing the stuff that he's doing and I hit him up and tell him, yo, I'm proud of you, dude. Mm-hmm. And he sent me a mm-hmm. message and I just sent money to sponsor his football team. He created and he's starting up on football, the football organization in one of our mm-hmm. historic neighborhoods again. And I sponsored a, a um, and I'm not doing it for recognition, but I sponsored one of the mm-hmm. players and I sent him the money. He just got a bus. But, yo, like he doing great, like from where his life, where he came from. I love sure. to see. I know he got in trouble mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. He's doing good with his life, married, yep. kids. Like I'm proud of dude, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. more, and the more mm-hmm. you, the more you forgive, and the more you let go of that weight, the higher you soar. Yeah, it's on, such Cole. a light feeling. I'm telling you, to walk yeah. away knowing I don't hate you, I don't have any dislike towards I you. I might not mess yeah. with you in the cool. same capacity, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I don't hate you. Oh, yeah. And we could yeah. be cool. I don't think it's nobody that I can say I hate. Yeah, there's hate is people, such a strong word. There's some people right now I can probably say I really dislike a whole lot, but since I want to try to do this nonprofit and get our thing on the ground, I'm not going to say who it I'm is. I'm out, nigga. 
Nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> Mary, <laughs> not no. gonna yeah. do it. No, they don't need yeah. honorable mentions. Not today. We'll do it on another show. Though. <laughs> no, <laughs> so much, so much is out there for y'all, man. Y'all are yes. young, gifted, and black, and um, and we just thank remember you. that. I don't hide it. I don't hide it. I don't go into any room and try to act like somebody I'm not. You know, I, I typically would talk about Saxon Holmes in other countries. I've been all over the world. And I, I mentioned Saxon Holmes. I mentioned my, you know, academic failures or prowess in high school. Because people don't care what I do, man. They care who I am. Right. Yeah. 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 But they really want to know, like, wow. who is this? So. <laughs> This so we appreciate you. Yes, I was Thank you, Patrick, man. I was, man. I was able to finally get you on the show, man. I know the last two times we had some little mishaps, but um, thank you, Come man. On. We appreciate Seriously. you. So give everybody where they can contact you, all your uh, social medias and, and phone numbers that just case they want to touch your with only you. fans page because we know you like Yeah, 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 yeah. Your TikTok. <laughs> you a capper. Uh, you definitely got a TikTok. <laughs> nah, I ain't got no TikTok, man. I'm an old capper. Don't ah, okay. that. Uh, but um, everything business wise, my website is globalpartnersff, as in fathers and families.com, globalpartnersff.com. From there, you get everything up my phone number, my email address. Um, for business contact, you know, you want to email my wife, Sharani. Her email is Sharani at S H E R A N I. At Global Partners, the number four, ff.com. Sharani, S H E R A N I, at Global Partners, the number four, ff.com. And mine is just the same, Patrick, at Global Partners, four. Spell your Patrick, it's a couple of ways. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. P H E R I C K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it spelled different ways. Really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Welcome to America, TV. Nana. That is yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is part of America. That's spelled differently too sometimes. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, P-A-T-R-I-C-K mm. at Global Partners for the number four ff.com. And we'll okay. of course have all of this on the bio when we do the um, promo okay. for the show. Yeah. So okay. and I wanna Easy. I wanna leave with these last words. Thank you so much. I know the Kings have already you know, thank you, but it's been a really great informative conversation and you just exude so much wisdom. Seriously, you do. You, yes, you, you exude do. so it's much yeah, wisdom. Your energy is real dope. It's so dope and I love the way you big up your wife because we should have definitely had you all in the Black Love series. <laughs> I really do Come love on, the way man. you big up because, no, seriously, it says he who finds yeah. a wife finds a good thing and finds favor, you know, favor with the Lord. I'm serious. That's why everything he one. touches is going to be successful because you have a great Absolutely. support system. I'm, Absolutely. I love that. So love ask that. her, does she mind doing the show one day? She's, yeah. a, uh, I will tell you up front, she is definitely a, um, my wife is uh, deeper and doper than me, but she is not one of these that likes to be on the mic. Okay. So <laughs> She's I'll, I'll ask scenes. her. I will ask her though. I will okay. ask well, her. tell her you'll be there for support. So listen, don't get me in trouble. <laughs> right. Um, Please don't. I know her spaces that she likes to be in. She's not a big in front of the crowd. But I'll ask her though, because she typically, whenever we're doing stuff like this together, we've done a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just fade to black because she's so deep and heavy and she doesn't even know it, which is part and parcel with our daughters. Why I'm I've been intentional about just kind of pushing them because that's dope. They need yeah. that. Yes, yeah, yeah. they need that. Some All queens do. They do. They need that. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a thing with girls. Guys get the I'm the baddest. 
we get that early, mm-hmm. and girls have to kind of fall into their voice. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, hope they don't grow well, into something totally different that she was yeah. not wanting her yeah. to grow into. Yeah, yeah. But I'll right, ask Nana? You ain't got to worry about me, baby. Ooh, you know you're from America now. You ain't from Ghana. You ain't from Ghana. Your no people's more. is from can, Ghana. You can, ain't. Now can, can you, you say Ghana? Can you? Oh yeah, she's from Ghana. Ghana. Yeah, I was born in Ghana. She's Ghanaian. I'm Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. What part? From well, I was born in Accra, but my people are from the mining town of Konongo. Well, we have to talk again because um, that's where I'm heading to Accra. Really? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, you back and bring them. Sneak one of her aunties or uncles hey, back break or something. You can't bring a goat back or something. <laughs> I'm going to have a bag. But I got three of my teammates or staff members are from Ghana. Oh, tell, um, tell them we nice. all say. Tell them I said Etisane with um, tomorrow when you talk to them. Yeah, let them, <laughs> let, let them know about Ashanti. Ain't that what it's called? Ashanti? I'm, I'm the, yeah, I'm from the Ashanti I, I tribe. I will. That's, I, that's who I hung up with just now, but they are, um, man, they so dope. It's not even funny. How dope they are! Oh hey. my God! Here she go. Well, tell them you met. Na- tell them you met Nana Akuya. Nana Akuya. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I am, I am Kwabana. What's, how you say? Is it A Q A Q A K U A? Yes, you got it right. Yeah. So Akuya. Boy, you, boy, you, you sure, Boy, you got you. You sure you graduated with a nine point something? Now he said he has. He has somebody named that on his team. Yeah, right? you have somebody on your team. Yeah, Akuya. Uh-huh. Her last name is Jaba. Akuya Jaba. Okay. Um, She's from uh, East Side uh, of Ghana. She was a female. <laughs> she's, she's a crip. The, she's a female, a female born, born on Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ashanti female born on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Her and my other one's name is um, Ama. Ama, okay. Female born on Saturday. The last one is Nanette. Nanette, okay. She has a American, American name. Um, her last name is oh gosh, Dancour. Dancour, okay. Uh, yeah, don't quite. Don't quite. Uh-huh. Now, now, funny how your uh, accent changes. Hello, Pat. Nana, speak a little. Speak a little tweet for Pat. Tell them thank you. Tell, tell them thank you for being on the show, Pat. We really she knows she don't remember. Patrick, that of course I do. Patrick. Yeah, that was surprise. Oh yeah. Why? Kick it. <laughs> she yeah. you know what she just said. I don't. But <laughs> ah, okay. I was just. You know we're gonna translate it. I we're said, gonna put Patrick, it in the bio. Yeah, that was surprise. We thank you very much. So Ania Baba Kasa. That you come and, and spoke. You, you came and spoke with us this evening. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I'm calling up your mama and ask her. What She's she gonna say the same thing. She said. She well, when you call her mama, when out. you call her mama, you gotta make sure you say um, Nana Nana Michu Nana Ma Michu Al Michu Al Michu Al Nana Ma Michu Al Prima Ryan's been learning, ain't you? Oh no, you know it. because he's, he's trying to get back to Africa. He's trying. Yes, Ryan is trying to get back to. Africa. Well, I seen a whole lot on Instagram. There's a whole lot of queens in Ghana. I'm trying to go, trying to bring one back to America. Oh my God! I want to go out there and say, "Oh, say, can oh you see?" All right, here you go. So, Patrick, once again, we'd so like much. to thank you. We're gonna go oh, and get man. off here, and uh, I let you Easy. get back to your business or whatever you had going on. But we will be reaching out to you soon, and everybody has your contact info if they want to reach out to. Peace and blessings, y'all. Yes, Yamin Shroud. God Thank bless you. you. Talk soon. Yes, right, sir. Bye bye. Peace. Y'all didn't even catch the last part when I said Yamin Shroud. God bless you. Oh, God bless you too. I didn't catch none of it. You did. <laughs> oh, Mary, I have some words for you. That's she. cool. That's okay. I take them. I ain't going to understand them, but I take them. What's the word for goat? You you both forgot that. A punchy. 
Oh, okay. We will never forget. That's the one I remember. remember. The other ones I might have forgot, but I definitely remember that one. I know a whole lot of goddamn, so a lot of two words. I might go home and smack my daddy this weekend. Just saw that. <laughs> Call him a punch it. <laughs> punch it. <laughs> So He's you, old too. So you old, really... Say you old, dirty punchy. Little <laughs> punchy smelling motherfucker. <laughs> that was a really dope conversation. It I was. was it's got me high. It's got me real high. Yeah. Pat, Patrick has great energy and he's a great guy. He's a great person. I knew he would yeah. be good for the show. Uh, like I said, Carolina Fathers, he posts stuff all day long. Um, it's a lot of fathers who interact with each other in the yeah. message. Just like. Even if you put something out, hey, my daughter, is, our son is getting ready to drive. You guys have any advice for, you know, driver school or any advice for teachers? Like, this stuff all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Post. And the yes. fathers interact with each other. It's like 50, 60, 100 posts of just fathers giving each other advice. I love that. Let me tell you something. It's, it's so dope. good to see black men in operating in this space. It shouldn't be unusual. It shouldn't it should be. be unusual. Right. It shouldn't be unusual. But I just love the way that he is out here in the community teaching, educating, motivating, mentoring. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Derek uh, Jackson. Preach. Uh, oh, please do not compare <laughs> me to that one. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's really good. And he's not doing it for fame. You know, you have these other people out here influencing, and I mm-hmm. use that word so loosely, and you see what happens. You know, they're not really authentic. You know, what Patrick mentioned was be authentic, be yourself, walk in the room and show up as who you are. That way, when if anything were to come out, there's no surprise. You're, right. you're showing up as who you are. You're not selling yep. That's me. false dreams. I'm very transparent. Be so. transparent. Be he, who you are. He, he, is, he will catch me up. I'm good. He is, he is the way he was today is how he always is. And like I said, his brother-in-law is Aaron. Yeah. So Aaron's sister is Patrick's wife. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Aaron's sister. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Nice. They are. Yes. They are awesome family. And like we said, we came from great a, man. We all came from a school in the inner city. Like you said with my dad. Like the fact that I used and to fuck up in school. Like my dad threatened to put me in private school so much, and I was just like, "Yo, you're gonna waste your fucking money." Because I'm still going to go there and cut it up. And they're going to kick my black ass out. So you might as well just leave me right here. He didn't say all that to your daddy. Encourage him. No, he knows. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Brian wouldn't it. have no lips right now. He man, said all the cuss words to his right. daddy. I wouldn't. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, man, my dad didn't have to. My dad didn't have to put his hands on you. He did. It's the tone feel, and the look. Oh, man. That dude. I remember one time, man. He cursed me. He talked shit to me and cursed me out so bad. And walked me backwards into a wall. And didn't put his hands on me. He took his hand. He put his hand on me one time. He poked me in my damn forehead. Sometimes you but need that. But I felt that. like he had whooped my ass that day. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. He went. He mushed you in that forehead. Oh, he mushed me. He, he mushed some he, sense he into did your head. This shit like three times in my forehead. I'm like, oh my god, yo, this dude is tripping. Like he is awesome. You needed that. Yeah, but um, yeah, the school when we came from, man, like we didn't have a chance, man. In school, man. Well, in our neighborhood, we came from like we were. Look at dang- all the cappers and the cues that came Dude, up. I'm gonna tell school. you, bro. When I look, when I look back at, um, it's a lot of people. Of course, you always all gonna have people that's not gonna make it. But mm-hmm. we've had people that are doctors. Mm-hmm. We got lawyers. One of our pop, my the guys who graduated graduated a year before me. He's the president of Morris Brown here in Atlanta, Georgia. When I tell you. Ain't no Morris Brown no more. Did they bring no, him back? no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, Kevin has brought Morris yeah. Brown back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He okay. is. He was named. The AU Center is coming back up. Yeah, he is. Been, okay. He was named. I think uh, pr- uh, president of the year. Like they're accredited. Like, yeah. oh yeah, he has. You know, I had this conversation with someone about two weeks ago about the the lack, or should I say, the shortage of black male mentors in our community. Um, 
I know a few. I don't know too many. Right. And right. I think it's such a that it's such a critical need. There is such a critical need for Absolutely. positive black male mentors because what they're seeing out there is not real life. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to want certain. Everybody's not going to want the same thing. Everybody doesn't want to be a scholar. Everybody doesn't want to be a you know a corporate uh, nine to fiver or whatever. But they need to know that there's certain there's so many different avenues. You don't, your path doesn't have to lead to sports or entertainment, right? There's so much more out there. So we definitely need more black male mentors. So I'm happy to hear that you and BG are looking into that as part of your. ATL Creative Absolutely. Space. Absolutely. You know? We want to out. I have a lot of big things about that. Like, yeah. Picking up kids, high school kids from, yeah. you know, yeah. school yeah. and letting them come to the place to yep. get some, have classes, have him, um, yes. Patrick come out and give a grant writing class or, you know, just have different people, right. like engineer Speaker class. Aaron, yes. Have Aaron come maybe and do, um, and just talk. You know, so a lot exactly. of these kids probably have a lot of stuff going on at home. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. um, I, I, I mean, I feel really, I feel like Mary and I too both have a lot to give to these two. Some of them maybe just just need that meal. That, Some of them just yes. hear, need to hear our stories. Yes, let me tell you, and that's so important. <laughs> you know, when I got into mentoring, I was a little hesitant about how I needed to show up for my mentee. And just tell some people about the mentoring. What was the name yes, of it? Yes, Cool Girls. And I love the name of that. Cool Girls, Because that yes. was like your cool sister. She's my cool sister. That was a, that's Is that Money Bando? Who? Money Bando. No, what do you mean? Is that cool sister? Is that no, the, no, 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 no. Oh, My okay. cool sister. So I have a young lady who I've been, um, I don't want to use the word mentoring, but been mentoring for about three years now. She's a freshman in college now and love that little girl. No, I'm sorry, young lady now. Right. <laughs> so popular now. Right. She's um she, you know, she's an amazing, fantastic young lady, and I'm so glad to be part of Cool Girls. You know, where I, I'm able to go out on, you know, one or two Saturdays a month and just speak to these young ladies from the inner city and just, you know, just have them be so interested in the world outside of what they're used to. You know what I'm saying? And just right. they're so intelligent, you know, but they're so underserved. Yes. We don't Under, see yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Intelligent young people and they don't get any attention or the attention they need because they live in areas where it's heavily populated with African-Americans. And so it's so good for us to step in there and say, hey, it's not a charity. These 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 are intelligent kids. Right. My cool sister plays in the band. I mean, she is she was taking college classes as a sophomore or in junior in college. I mean, she I mean, in high school, she finished high school way earlier than she needed to. Intelligent. But they're not being seen because we we kind of don't pay attention to them, right? And there's just so much out there. It's so much out there. Absolutely. I always encourage people when you when you are in the position to do that, don't be afraid. Step in there and show up as who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's seen me through so many different phases of my life, but you know, and she she talks to me, she listens to me, she'll text me and check up on me. Hey, cool sister, just checking up on you. I'm like, look at that. <laughs> Right, it's dope. It's dope. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it, it's definitely you know it's pivotal. It, it's a very pivotal pivotal time in these teenagers' lives to have people out there just saying your path doesn't have to necessarily end up this way. You know, right. you don't have to be a rapper or, or a sports star or whatever. Absolutely you can, not. You can be an entrepreneur, Mary. You know, a what lawyer. I'm saying? You can be anything. You can be anything. That's what right. I want for my son. I don't care too much about sports and. 
Yeah, you know be what I'm saying? You know, a doctor, a lawyer, pallet. Exactly. Like pallet, but... Brian, you have you so many dope people in your family, and look at you, you know what I'm saying? Working on doing ATL Creative Spaces. And, and you know, Mary is a driving force for me behind that, too, because I know Mary's story. And just from how I met Mary 10 years ago... 11 um, now, I'm sorry. 11 years ago, so I'm sorry. Let me Put some respect on our ago. friendship, homie. Um, <laughs> like, I trust oh, the Mary. Burmans. Yeah, it is. I'm just going to say something. Like, I trust Mary and... We got the three T's. Yep, we got the three T's mm-hmm. and... What was the three T's, Brian? It was trust, time, and team. Talent. 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 Trust, time, and talent. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if I had to pick anybody that I wanted to do this um, endeavor with, it's him. Mm -hmm. He has all the tools to get this, to do this. And you have all the business side of the tools. Mm -hmm. And together we can can make this shit happen. And Mm -hmm. I also want to help kids. These Mm -hmm. kids need help. Mm -hmm. They do. These kids need help. And the area that we're looking in is Norcross, so... Be a lot of Hispanic kids, so we. Mm-hmm. I want to help them too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to help all kids. This open-minded. That's my goal. Like, I just need some creative, open-minded people mm-hmm. that are willing to learn and not become minions early. Because mm-hmm. you know, you get 15, 16, get you a job, and that's that's what drives you yeah. is that money. So then you become a, you don't become a business. You become owner. a robot. We need more business owners. Yeah. You become a robot. You become to a system. robot. A minion. Yeah. That's what I call them, minions. minions. Ain't I that don't... what the little things was? Yeah. Little one eye things or whatever. Yeah. 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 And and just and just being a partner with Mary, like I posted the other day, the quote that I saw that business is built on men who care care enough to disagree and fight. You know, and when two men always agree, one of them is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's facts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. We have it's men with their own opinions, mm-hmm. leaders, leaders, and we know we're not gonna always di- agree. Yeah, but well, I don't mean to spoil y'all's fun, but I got uh fifteen mi- twenty minutes to eat and, and snowfall. What's, what's snowfall. Yes. Oh yeah, it is. Well, you know what? I gotta record it, so I'm gonna go home, put my feet up, and I, I don't. So get out. We're not about okay. to go. Oh, we well, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. And on we that still got, we still got one thing else to do, other thing to do, don't what we? What are we doing? We have to finish up the first part. Oh, the oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm just saying, my question, because you didn't get our response. You ain't going to wrap it up like that, and I'll stop it. Oh, but I thought you wanted to watch Snowfall. I okay. do. That's cool. But we comes on back to but, back. So, okay. what are we doing? So, we finishing up the shit? Yeah, yeah, yes, we can finish yes. up the shit. Yeah, let's go. So, the shit was about Derek Jackson. And I'm wondering how many women are against him now. You know I what never I'm followed him, so I didn't know I much about him. him. I feel like he's gonna get more pussy now on the side. He probably will. It's, he's incre- he's increased his uh he's I, diversified his portfolio. <laughs> I mean, honestly, once he started talking, I was thinking to myself, yo, it's probably tons of women he fucked. Like this is this one or two oh, that came absolutely. out. Was it one chick or two? It was two. But it, it's probably going to be more. Only thing I wonder about is like, so are the women clout chasing for them coming out? Absolutely. So I mean, or he just needs to pick better choices of women but, he's going to cheat with. I mean, but they held it in all this time though. Right? No, was these new, apparently, was new chicks. He um. Well, I don't know what happened or who 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 showed up to Tasha K. That's a blogger who outed him. Um, <laughs> she. I don't know who showed up at her front step and what the motivation was. But my goodness. They sang like birds, and including showing, um, sharing uh, voice messages where he's asking the chick to. And you know how it probably happened? It probably wasn't even the girl that he was sleeping with. It was probably her friend. What, that outed her? Yeah. Mm. It didn't have nothing to do with it. Because this is how it usually happens. It ain't usually the girl. The girl that 
you cheating with is usually knows the circumstances, knows that it can't get out, and she's cool with that. She has accepted her role as a side chick. Or she's a woman scorned. Maybe. Maybe. Could but go, most women, like I said, most women accept themselves as a side chick. It's the friend that knows about what's going on that, that you know, feels some type of way. Mm. So the least people that you know about your dirt, mm-hmm. the least, you know, the chances of it getting out is light. Mm-hmm. So this is my opinion. Yeah. Well. Excuse me. I just belched. That's, that's beautiful. But yeah. So um, he, but his videos that he's made to follow up from this allegation. <laughs> Have you seen the video where he's talking about himself in third, third person? person. <laughs> crazy. He's a clown. I've never taken a liking to a little, little buff fat ass. To, Use my language. To, oh my Ooh. gosh. The dude, Derek Jackson. I, that's what I was. That's Did what, you say buff fat that's ass. That's what little dude. No, it was one of the comedians last night talking about your little buff fat strong ass. Uh, buff fat. <laughs> talking about, about the way you holding on to that damn lady hand. I can't. Oh remember man, he was, str- he was. It was a comedian that said probably that, little Duvall. He's back and he's yeah, funny as shit. He said. Crazy he stuff. said that man. Y'all, y'all. He took. No, what did he say about? Uh, all y'all women out there, that man owe y'all money back. Some shit. <laughs> yeah, all them females that be hyping him up on his comments. Yeah. I've never paid. He sounds corny to me. Why are you sitting in your car, sir? Number one, number two. Oh, please, well, man, you've known me long enough car, to know I don't listen got, to that shit. Mad at Plies. Plies is funny as hell. Plies is funny as hell. Why Derek Jackson can't sit in this car? Derek Jackson criticizes the hell out of all these men. That he's doing the yeah, same thing. I always thing. think that's whack shit for another black man to go on and just do. You talked whole, about John his Gray. His whole video is just to criticize. John Gray, I heard, got back on his ass, though. Told him to keep my name <laughs> out your mouth. <laughs> talked about his wife. His wife had to tell you to stop talking about her. And not all this time, you had stuff. You had a skeletons. Not one. Like I said, I've never heard of him until Me either. I, I, don't, I don't even know who he is. He, I found out about him a couple of years ago when he started to come out. The video started floating, um, circulating on the internet with him sitting in his car talking about ladies. If a man does this and a third, you know that you're not his, you know, only man. He he always does those side by sides, like the one he did mm-hmm. of his uh, third person. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird as fuck. Anyway, so that's how I found out about him. I'm like, who is this guy? But then he always thought he sounded so. There's just something off about him. And I kept telling one of my girlfriends, I'm like, this something is gonna come out about this guy because he's too much of a. Female Ain't nobody thing. said it. All y'all females. I did. Oh, don't, put so... all, don't put all of y'all because you know good and damn well. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm okay, still, well, I'm telling I'm you still now. Still if you don't know, with, now I'm you know. I'm still riding with my boy Kevin. Oh, man. Did you see that meme? Hey, Sam, I posted baby. a meme where someone said it's going to be him and Kevin Simmons. In a versus, versus battle. I'd be dope. That'd be dope. Hey, they said, hosted, they said hosted by Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, see who the next one is, don't you? Who yes. knows? Asley Brothers and Earth Wind and Oh, my God. Is it really? Oh, shit, I'm watching that. Earth, yeah, I didn't watch the last one, but Earth, Wind, and Fire. The last one was Raycon and, Raycon and Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, how I'm about... Watch that. I'm going to watch that. Every woman, every uh, man. Oh, no, sir. On my <laughs> way here, I heard one. on the radio that Trina is trying to do one with Lil' Kim. Oh, Ma'am. Not Trina. Ma'am. Sit your ass down. No. 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 Mm-mm. Yeah. Sit, sit that ass down. Two Trina. different worlds, I'm man. the baddest chick. Mm-mm. No. No, 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 no. She don't want to look him? Look. Huh? She know she don't want Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim a dust, is that what you're saying? Lil' Kim yes. a beat, Trina? Yes. Okay. And the reason I say yes. it's, it's suspect is it's two different worlds. It is two different worlds. So Maybe Lil' Kim like- is New York, New York. Trina is, is, you know, Florida, Luke, 
Trick Daddy era. Hey. Yeah, but still, I think Lil' Kim so has more before we want, Yeah, but it's all depending on who's watching. Hey, before we leave, too, floor, I just want to say, are. did y'all notice somebody pointed out to me that Megan didn't have no panties on at the Grammys last week? Yes. Megan ain't had no panty draws on. And there was a cross shot. I'm, like, I'm a married man. I don't give a fuck That's about That's right. Me. And Bam, Beyonce y'all know how I feel about Megan. Yeah, you think she's the man? Well, what yeah, no, Matt. Okay. What I don't know how I feel about Matt. Oh what no we, what no we, and on that note, we're going to let we you. coming up under that. <laughs> and Blue okay. Ivory. Shout out Blue Ivory for drinking motherfucking apple juice about the Grammy Cup. <laughs> hey. We're clout chasing it. Hey, fuck that. She wants Shout out Blue. to be her side chick. Um, anyway, thank you all so much yes, for joining. Yes, yes. Yes, sorry we have been gone for so long, but we're gonna be back with We're gonna another. try to be better with that. We got a string of episodes. It wasn't my yes. fault, y'all. We're gonna have some good episodes. Nah, nah, I didn't want to do it last week, y'all. I had to work. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Cause I mean life is getting in our way. So like it happens. Yeah. Our fan well, our people's I hate to call them fans, but our loyal listeners. So, you may only, loyal so listeners. sometimes you may only get two episodes a month. Understands that. Yeah, we can double up on them. Yeah. Like once we all in town, we can double up. You know, Brian's been going home a lot. I've been going, I got to go home. Yeah. I'm here waiting. I was, and I was working. I was, in, I was in rehab. Back and forth week. with Ghana, you know, stuff. <laughs> I, was in, I heard that. I was, in, I was in rehab. Yeah, everybody. I'm I'm okay now. Kind of, okay. sort of. Okay. Until next time, one queen, two kings. And we out. Peace. Peace.